This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In a world where Carolina Panthers fans have an insatiable thirst for Panthers news and opinions, only one podcast roars ferociously. It's the C3 Panthers podcast. Panther fans, it's your boy, Tony Dunn, a.k.a. The Professor. It's the C3 Panthers podcast, bringing you a free agency update. Look, we just could not wait to talk about uh, the Carolina Panthers and all the news surrounding the team until tomorrow night at Tuesday at 9 p.m. Don't worry, we'll be there, and I'm sure there'll be a lot to talk about. But, man, the Carolina Panthers have flown and met with Deshaun Watson, putting all their chips in, trying to court him. They've also cleared some cap space in attempts to do that, it seems like. A.J. Bouye out the door, Morgan Fox out the door, and they've made their first initial signings in Xavier Woods and Austin Corbett. Other free agency news like Hassan Reddick landing with the Eagles and big stories around the league. And I had to get up with my buddy, Cody Lashley, and see how he's feeling about this stuff. Man, how you doing, Cody? Uh, Tony Dunn, I have been waiting with bated breath, man. I want nothing more uh, than for my Carolina Panthers to get to Sean Watson. I'm wearing it on my sleeve now. I think not only do these two signings of Xavier, uh, Xavier Woods and Austin Corbett not only does it better our football team, you know, on the roster, no doubt, but I think it's also signaling to Deshaun Watson that we want him to be here. We want him to be a Carolina Panther, and we are building a contender on which he could be the missing piece, Tony Dunn. I am so pumped. Happy to be here with you hanging out, man. Dude, what a fun time. Let's start with the Xavier Woods and Austin Corbett signings. Um, they are... Um, in ink, they're inked. They're reported uh, per source, per, per Twitter, according to everybody. I don't need to source anybody. I hate when everybody just says per source, right. and they're just reading off of Twitter. It's like everybody else. Um, all right, Xavier Woods, Austin Corbett. You say these are messages and signals to Deshaun Watson. I just think that this is uh, required free agency type moves. We needed a safety. The Panthers need a safety. They got to field a starter out there. They get a guy in Xavier Woods who has started uh, the past year with the Minnesota Vikings, three years before that with the Dallas Cowboys, and is described as his greatest attribute as is his smarts, according to one article I read on The Athletic, but kind of a versatile player that can play in space down in the box if necessary. 
and a lot of praise to him um, about how he was kind of the fluidness and how he complimented uh, Anthony Barr last year with the Minnesota Vikings. Had his largest, you know, his, I guess his best season, 100-plus tackles, three interceptions, a few forced fumbles. Uh, so we needed a safety. You've been preaching this for a long time that this was yeah. an absolute need. So the first step in free agency, fill a need. And uh, then next, boy, the interior offensive line for the Carolina Panthers was abysmal last season. And Austin Corbett uh, thought highly of um, our former friend Jordan Rodrigue uh, is reporting now for the L.A. Rams um, in, with the athletics still. And she said that uh, thought very highly um, among that offensive line group, but they signed, I guess, who was it? Nor, uh, who is it? Norwood or gosh, she's got a funny name, whoever they, they made some free agent signings and it just looked like they, they couldn't have enough space for Austin Corbett. The Panthers though, yeah. try to get a guy who has been pretty good in run blocking from what I've seen. Both of these guys grayed out here. Look is Xavier Woods graded out as 66.4. Overall with P PFF, 87.5, uh, run defense, 74.2, and uh, pass rush, and 58.3 in coverage. like to see that number a little bit higher. Um, and Austin Corbett graded out at 68.8 on PFF overall. A hair better in run blocking, 67.4 and uh, 63.8. You know, some I guess it looks like some guys that are just starting caliber players added to the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, and Tony, you know, there's a through line between both of these guys that fits very much the identity that we know the Carolina Panthers like, and that's position versatility. Because not only can Austin Corbett play guard, but apparently he also has potential to play center for the Carolina Panthers. So that continues to allow us to mix and match, make sure the best players are in the right position for the football team. But also Xavier Woods, played 62% of his snaps at free safety. This has been a long time coming for us at that position as we truly haven't had an answer there since Trey Boston was playing for us. And even that name is controversial amongst Panther fandom. So this was a much needed sign um, on both ends, on the offense and defense. It, it allows you to not be so, um, so heavy going into the draft making sure that you have to draft offensive line, you have to draft linebacker, you have to draft safety, you've already wrapped up Eden Thomas. It's like Scott Fitterer, slowly but surely, one by one, is checking, uh, checking all the boxes of team building and making sure that we have a competitive team going forward no matter what happened. I think Xavier Woods also, Tony, is a very important signing considering Tom Brady is no longer retired. Back in the division, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to be looking to reload and try and go win another Super Bowl with Tom Brady. This is a very important time, and I want to make sure that everyone's tuned into this. This is There may has never have been a more important time in the history of the Carolina Panthers than right now. Everything that we're going, that we're going through with, you know, David Tepper having to prove everything, now us being connected to a very talented yet ultra-controversial uh, quarterback that, you know, the Panthers are openly taking a risk on. There's a lot going on right now, and it's absolutely pivotal that the Carolina Panthers continue to get this right, Tony. 
Let's turn. Yeah, as you mentioned, the division. We need to go ahead and talk about this Deshaun Watson continued coverage and story. Look, you said that this is going to be a story surrounding the Carolina Panthers until it wasn't, and it yeah. isn't. And uh, you were right on the money. Uh, today, uh, the Carolina Panthers top brass, David Tepper and Matt Rule, we have not confirmed um, that Scott Fitter was involved in this. But, I mean, it's kind of hard to believe that he wouldn't be, except for maybe he was just tending to this business of signing these free agents. But the top brass flies to Houston to meet with Deshaun Watson, um, and there's been mixed reports about this meeting um, or speculation, should I say, going into it. You heard that uh, that these are the two. Well, this is the Panthers were one of two teams that Deshaun Watson was actually interested in talking to the other being the New Orleans Saints. But then we hear that the Cleveland Browns uh, were a, a suitor as well. And then you hear some kind of other stories that are suggesting that Deshaun Watson's kind of lukewarm about the Carolina Panthers when it comes to, I guess, the head coach um, and also, I guess, the caliber of team he would be joining. He then met, met with our division rival, the New Orleans Saints, uh, immediately after both of those meetings have been concluded right now. Um, but I got to say this is that it seems like the storyline of uh, Watson with the Panthers is gaining momentum, not losing it at this point. And, man, the Panthers' brass seems dead set on getting this guy. I've heard that everybody and anything and everything is on the table, that there were reports, I guess, uh, from some guy named Benjamin that three first-rounders were part of the offer to the Texans. But this is about Watson uh, picking who he wants to go to just as much as the Texans getting who they want. Yeah, I mean, you have to really consider that – there are three parties that have to be happy with this trade. One, the team that's actually giving up the ammunition to get to Sean Watson. Two, the Houston Texans who want to receive the proper compensation for a franchise quarterback, probably a top five quarterback in the NFL, who is guaranteed to you know still be very physically talented and successful. They want to make sure that they get the right amount for him. And Deshaun wants to go to a really good destination. And you're right, Tony. We're dealing with so many conflicting reports right now. Case in point, Landry football. And again, man, take everybody's word for what it's worth. We truly don't know the truth. We just hear these per sources from different reporters all over the internet. But Landry football is saying after speaking with the parties involved, the Panthers are the team to beat for Deshaun Watson as he prefers to go near his college home. The Ghost Saints are really pushing how they will feature him, and their offense should know in the next 48, if not 24 hours. So, again, take that for, for what it's worth. But, Tony, I'm telling you, man, this is such an important moment in the history of not only the Carolina Panthers, but David Tepper. I said this online, Tony Dunn. David Tepper made his billions of dollars betting that the banks – would recover and bounce back after the 2008 financial crash. Now David Tepper is doing the same thing, trying to make another cool $2 billion, betting that this embattled quarterback, Deshaun Watson, is going to come home and be the franchise quarterback that his team is so desperately in need of. This is such a pivotal moment for this team, man. There, uh, I saw one report that uh, the Panthers were even willing to give Deshaun Watson, I guess, the uh, confidence that 
if Matt Rule, if this season didn't work out with Matt Rule, that he'd be instrumental in picking the next head coach. Yeah. So Benjamin Albright, Benjamin Albright did a uh, like one of those Facebook or Twitter live things where you can kind of invite everyone into the chat. He was talking about free agency, and he said that people close uh, to David Tepper have mentioned that Deshaun could pick the new head coach. I don't know, man. Then it was, you know, people tried to say it sounded like it was a joke, like it was kind of, you know, not meant to be taken serious. I don't know, man. What I'll, what I'll tell you is this. David Tepper knows how important this is. He knows how important this is to his franchise. So I wouldn't doubt it at all if David Tepper was going to Sean telling him, listen, even if the NFL suspends you for a certain amount of time next year, we are in your corner. We are looking at you, Deshaun Watson, as a 10-plus year investment. So I have no doubt that David Tepper, this go-bigger, go-home billionaire ego, will do and say anything to get Deshaun to be a member of this football team. One of the discussions that has surrounded Deshaun Watson joining the Carolina Panthers has been the debate about fans, about how he would be received. Um the, regarding you know his reputation and uh the charges and allegations that have been levied against him still 22 civil lawsuits um pending now there's going to be some additional information coming out about those tomorrow i believe on top of that there is a panther fans collectively are starting a class action lawsuit for injured thumbs as we continually and habitually and incessantly refresh our twitter page looking for more and more news as like, I don't even know if my thumbs work anymore after today. Um, so I'll be working on organizing that class action lawsuit, but here's the thing is Panther fans um, are divided. Um, and I don't know what the numbers are of people who care versus don't care people who want versus that dislike. I just know that there are feelings on both sides of the aisle when it comes to that. The interesting part to me is, is that the people who make the decision seemingly don't care, right? It's like we can argue over fan or being fans and what the way we think about it. But right now, David Tepper, Matt Rule, they're on a plane going to seek Deshaun Watson. Well, I've also heard that the the meeting was uh, it already happened too. Yeah, uh, that, yeah. The the Panthers it's already and it's already done. Like yeah, they've already, he's already met with both teams. David Tepper and the Carolina Panthers and Matt Rule, they have made their best pitch to Deshaun Watson. So, I mean, now it's really just up to Deshaun and Houston deciding that this is the trade that they want to jump in on. What if you did this, Cody? One thing no one has talked about. Everybody's talking about, like, uh, luring him with other players, uh, surrounding him with talent, giving him – confidence that you're behind him what if the panthers just said straight up we'll give you extension right now we'll re, re we'll renegotiate your contract for a 10-year deal what if hey, they did that tony uh, listen the the saints have shown everyone that the salary cap is a myth dude i'm fucking down for it man i, I listen well, I, isn't I, patrick Mahomes contract like 10 years yeah but my thing is this man like Look, I'm I really do have reason to believe in Scott Federer and Amir Suleiman based on some of the things that they've done recent. Even though they've made mistakes, if you've noticed, pretty much our entire free agent class from last year is no longer on the football team. They are not afraid to move on if what they are doing isn't working. 
And when you look at the amount of restructures the Panthers have done, now you look at some of these free agent signings. Listen, right now I'm inclined to have faith in Matt Rule that him and Suleiman are going to be able to work this thing out, man. If that means giving Deshaun a new contract, I don't know, man. I know that this organization is going to do everything in its power to get Deshaun Watson playing football in the 704 area code. As we look around the league and uh, see some of the signings that have occurred today and the initial moves, what we have seen is the, um, I guess, the kind of initial thrust of all teams. And right now, Mitch Trubisky was signed by the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I want to say that the quarterback options are starting to dwindle when it comes yeah. to this. Is like you've got uh, Carson Wentz who went to the Commanders. Uh, Kirk Cousins has now Kirk Cousins has now signed, resigned. Who man, this dude makes so much money all the time. Love the this swindler, man. Yeah, he is the Tendler Swindler. Um, back in Minnesota, Jimmy G is under has a shoulder surgery right now. You're talking about guys like Jameis Winston coming off of ACL. Um, and there's really not a ton of interesting or any names out there. So it's like Deshaun Watson, the draft or nothing. Gardner Minshew is even in demands as Paul Mancini said is, but still like is that to me, I think is secure is securing some of the landscape or at least some of the interest for the Panthers. What else are their options? They're getting thinner. Yeah. Yeah, and so, what the hell I mean, are the Colts gonna do? And listen, the Col- what are the Colts gonna do for a quarterback? Listen, I mean, I don't. I, I'll say it to you like like this, right? If I'm the Houston Texans, the New Orleans Saints have the 18th pick in the draft. They don't want the fucking 18th pick in the draft. I'm sorry, they just don't. They they want to get young defensive players on on their defense that are on cheap rookie contracts. The Panthers have that. On top of that, if you want to factor that in, that means that we're going to be able to keep our offense basically the same. But Christian McCaffrey, DJ Moore, and Robbie Anderson, now you've just added Austin Corbett to the offensive line, who, by the way, has a fresh and shiny Super Bowl ring to show for his efforts in Los Angeles. You know that you have Deontay Brown and Brady Christensen. All of a sudden, this offense is built to roll once you add Deshaun. And I really do think that if you look at some of the other potential trade partners, like none of these teams, I mean, they're all going to have to send away picks and players to Houston in order to actually trade for Deshaun Watson. So none of these teams are ideal locations of, oh man, they're ready to go win the Super Bowl this year. Deshaun really doesn't have that luxury. So I think considering how close the Panthers are to one Clemson, where he won a national championship, and number two, Gainesville, Georgia, where the man grew up and played high school football. So, uh, I mean, to me, it's a no-brainer. I think the Panthers right now are as good of a destination as any other team that could be interested in Deshaun. I don't know what else to say, man. And you don't even know if Alvin Kamara is going to play football next, next year. Because he still has, you know, all this stuff going on with him and punching some dude in the face or whatever. So, oh, that's right, in uh, in Las Vegas or something like that. You know, there's still a lot of up oh, stupid ass. I hate NFL.com. They always put some um, ads 
dropping right off the bat. So if you guys heard that, I'm sorry. I was trying to look up. I mean, there's still some good free agents out there. Now the question is just how are the Panthers going to execute? So let's just uh, bounce around a couple former names before we get done. This is a short show that we're just br- dropping to you guys. Thanks, Nick, for the four ninety nine donation. This team will go three and fourteen without Watson, six and eleven with. Go for Winston Cam or roll with Sam. We don't have the assets to go to the playoffs this year. Build the team. Nick, yeah, go ahead, Tommy. Talk. Does not like the Watson or Bus talk. Nick, I love your brother. You're my man, but you and I could not be on two different pages, man. I, I mean, listen, when you look at a, a good front office, should be able to maximize those picks between round three and round seven. Keep in mind, those are also the rounds in which Brady Christensen was drafted, Deontay Brown was drafted. There's a lot of potential in Davion Nixon. Tommy Tremble, like it is possible to draft really good, talented young players on the defense. You just have to have a front office that's able to execute. We're still seeing if that's the kind of general manager that Federer is. Another thing that people continue to get lost on is that even though we're not going to have all the draft capital that we would otherwise have, now the Panthers are a free agent destination now that you have that franchise quarterback in tow. So what you lose out in draft, players are going to want to come and sign for the Carolina Panthers because they know that we have a chance with Deshaun Watson and this offense. So this idea that even with Deshaun Watson, that we wouldn't make it all the way, you also have to think this is a a, a 10-plus year investment. We're not thinking about just next year or the year after. We're thinking about having a franchise quarterback for the foreseeable future. There's this, there's no other way to cut it. This is the most, this is the, the thing. Tell them straight up. We're going to give them an extension straight up. We're ready to give you more money already. This, this I mean, I, over the edge. we're so thirsty though, Cody. This is like the, the Panthers have shown their color, like their hands, like straight oh, up. Yeah. No one and, has shown they want Deshaun more than the Panthers. Yeah, I think that um, – and that's fine. You know, maybe that's what you need to do at this point to get them. You know, right now they're just going to say this is like to the Texans, we'll do whatever it takes to make this happen. And Deshaun will do whatever it takes to make you feel welcome in Carolina and let's get this sucker going for the next 10 years. The question is, is Matt Rule going to be the guy uh, that can get it going? Um, so other news around the league real quick is Hassan Reddick signed a, a pretty substantial deal with the Philadelphia Eagles. He's going to be there. I saw Teddy Bridgewater landed with the Miami Dolphins as a backup quarterback. And how rude of a tweet was this from somebody? They said that Teddy Bridgewater found himself as the strongest armed quarterback on that team. That's oh, well, how insulting is that the Tua? The disrespect is real. I mean, listen, that's what all the Dolphins fans are saying about Tua. They just doesn't doesn't have that arm talent, doesn't have the size, the strength. I don't know, man. I know you were a fan of Tua. I was. I know. I, I, I was. I was a fan of Tua also, but I don't know, man. This. I'm you know, a fan I, of every quarterback that is, shows potential uh, to be a good quarterback until we get one. Right. Yeah. Like, is that like is like I'm a fan of every potential idea that is better than the option we have right now? Yeah. I mean, 
I've said this too. Listen, my brother is a diehard New Orleans Saints fan, so it's kind of poetic that it comes down to the Panthers and our division rival. But I'm talking to my brother earlier today, and I, I said to him, if you look at the playoffs and what we just witnessed with you know Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Joe, Joe Burrow, Matt Stafford, like every NFL team can now look at what they just watched in the playoffs and say, oh, if we don't have a type of dude like that, then we're behind the rest of the contenders in the NFL. And it's just flat out. And to all the people that are so, you know, oh, we're going to lose good players and our defense is going to be gutted. Oh, we're never going to have first round picks. My question to do is this. We have had a top five pick or a top 10 pick. What the last three out of the four years. What do we yeah, have since to Brian Burns? What do Actually, we have? To show we have one before that with Christian McCaffrey. What do we have to show for it? On top of that, we went zero and four against the NFC East last year, and our defense failed when we needed them the most. I, I, I'm sorry, like I, I love these guys. I love Jeremy Chen. I love Brian Burns, but they're not Julius Peppers. They're not Troy right. Polamalu. Amen. Amen. They, they, they haven't proven themselves to be that kind of player yet. And it, it sounds kind of crass and to the point, but quite simply, for as good of football players as they are, they're replaceable. Okay, franchise quarterbacks are not. They simply Dan are not. Patrick. Dan Patrick said today, or he's been saying it forever, is nothing matters until you have a quarterback. Yes, and it's true. It's true. Well, it seems like the Panthers feel that way, despite the way we feel. The Carolina Panthers have put their money where their mouth is when it comes to Deshaun Watson. They're doing anything and everything. I wonder how long this will take to pan out, Cody. I, I don't know. I mean, that, that one tweet that I just showed said, you know, maybe 24 to 48 hours. Uh, wow. But then also, I wouldn't doubt it if it was potentially sometime, uh, maybe at the end of this week. Uh, I really what don't do, know. We do most important question surrounding this. What do we do about the draft show? We just like, do we just skip it? Do we no, have it anyway? no. No, do no, we... no, no, it's too much of a tradition. Even if the Panthers aren't picking, we're just for the next three years, dude. Yeah. Like, we'll be sitting there twiddling our thumbs on the most we, boring. We have to just expand it. It won't be a Carolina Panthers draft show, it'll just be a draft show. Hey, dude, no, you know what it is? It's going to be a party, Draft for, party. All our, for all of our C3 family, man. Come in, hang out, just like you always do. We're going to be drinking, feeling good, having fun, and just enjoying the draft, man, and knowing that even though we might not have a draft pick, we have a franchise quarterback in return for it. Um, this is crazy. The, the, you see this across the chat? They're talking about how the how the Saints even making a push for this guy when they're in such cap hell already. How are they going to be able to swallow that? I know that it, they are better than anybody with the voodoo, voodoo magic cap stuff. That's what I'm telling but, you. Um, you know, is that they're not necessarily in the most stable of positions at this point. Without If Sean Payton was still there, I'd say, hey, Maybe that that's part of the attraction. Um, yeah, and, and you know, Tony, from another perspective, from the Texans' perspective, they want young players on cheap rookie contracts. Who do the Saints have that that fit that bill? I mean, they, really they would have to give them like uh, Lattimore. 
Yeah, but then even even still, he's on his second contract and he's a lot more expensive than, right. say, for example, even J.C. Horn, right? Like, who would you rather take a gamble on, a young prospect or someone that's going to count more money against the cap? I mean, I, I don't know, man. I, I feel – I hate to say this in, like, a look, is I, I'm kind of um, – I, I need to see these guys prove it till I, I believe in them and go crazy over them. But right now, I think that uh, J.C. Horn is probably the guy I want most protected. Yes, same. This entire team. We're in lockstep, brother. It, it comes down to just positional value for me. Yeah, and that is is that if you think about the most valuable position, like of like game changing dynamics on defense, it's defensive end and cornerback and i think that jc horn is probably in an upper realm of potentially being like a stefan gilmore caliber player yes, more agree. so than brian burns is going to be a joey bosa like player yeah, right is uh yeah so if i got these two options i think that that right there based on position value alone secondary i mean cornerback defensive end left tackle quarterback that's the order yeah, I and mean, then receiver probably after that, well, right? So everybody is everybody is fair game. I'm not saying that I would rule out the trade. I would be disappointed though if we yeah. passed on a franchise quarterback last or a potential franchise. We passed on a future quarterback last year to get a top player in J.C. Horn. True. To only trade him away, that True. would be disappointing to me. Tony, I have a question for you. Do you think Sam Darnold will be a part of this trade? Because I mean, there, there, there's two sides of it, right? You can get rid of Sam Darnold, you can get rid of $18 million on the cap, which allows you more free agent spending, allows more room for Deshaun. But think of it this way. We need to put this in context when talking about Deshaun. Even if there are no charges brought against him, the, NFL, the NFL could still give him a suspension. So my question to you is this. Are the Panthers better off keeping Sam Darnold to be an $18 million backup quarterback? Or do they just offload that cash and roll with P.J. Walker in the meantime if they had to? I just wonder if anybody's going to take that cash. And it, and since it's guaranteed money, is it is it tra- like when they trade, Is the, does the money go with them? Is that just his salary this year? If the whole $18 million goes, I'd even pay somebody $9 million, half of it to take them. Um, and try to go with PJ for four games or two games. But I do think at, at some point you might just have to keep them regardless or you cut them, you know, and it's like, and then it might as well have them as a backup. I'm just kind of, I'm still stunned at how the Panthers have been so quick and publicly just parted ways with Sam Darnold. Not even like, oh, like even doing lip service to I the fact it. that he could be a part of you know it's like there there is no hiding there's no bluff it's like i got i got this is what i got call me right it's like if you ain't if we don't get deshaun we're picking a damn quarterback at six that's what they're gonna have to do here if they don't get deshaun watson what do they do i mean they're they're limited to either trying to get another free agent quarterback which by the way if they better hurry up because free agency is now so all these other dickweeds that apparently they were interested in, Kirk Cousins is no longer on the table. The old tender swindler up there. That's in fine. Minnesota. That's um, fine. 
you know, Jimmy Garoppolo, all these other basic ass quarterbacks that nobody really wants on this team. It's like, you you have to do something now or else you're not going to have the opportunity to do so. And if you, if you uh, miss on that opportunity, then you either have to go with Sam Darnold or you have to draft a quarterback at, at number six. It's that simple. You know, uh, this is funny. KPM said, Tony's seeing where Tepper said, name your coach and immediately hopped on board because how much I hate Matt Fool. <laughs> Duh. Uh, one thing I did. That's all yeah. of us, man. Gosh, I feel bad for disliking that dude so much. Um, like, I feel like I just completely just said, you know what? I don't want no. It's like, a, you know, um, when you're young and in love, when these like a little puppy love, there's just like a day that it turns off. Like it's because it's chemical in your brain that you're just like into somebody. And then all of a sudden they can do no wrong. They can be like, they can have stanky breath and you'd be like, Oh, it's cute on them. And then one day that chemical, you stop producing that chemical. You physically fall out of love. I physically fell out of love with Matt rule. Like I can't like nothing he does right now makes me like him. In fact, everything he does annoys me to this point in fact even more so is like seeing him giving these coaches talk for the gators and this team like like cook guy what a fool a lot of people are saying that's insurance in case yeah he's just trying to make some extra money he got plenty of loot he's trying to get in good while he can you know get in where you fit in last thing about deshaun watson is i want to quash one storyline that he's too expensive do it the idea that right now, to be honest, is that a $35 million, 26-year-old top-tier quarterback is not overpriced. Or what is it going to be, 42 next year? Think about this. is like That's what quarterbacks are getting paid. I hate this idea of like, oh, let's uh, save $5 million and get Kirk Cousins. Or... Let's save $10 million and get Sam Bradford. Not Sam Bradford, uh, Sam Darnold. You know, is that this point is like, this is the going rate for a quarterback that is good. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? They've already negotiated the contract. And part of that is them. I think the Texans are going to eat a lot of that money too. Won't they eat all of his guaranteed money? So they're going to pay him all the bonuses that they guaranteed him. So yeah, that's a lot. All that, so I, yeah, all that they're definitely going to pay him. Uh, we're on the hook for around 35 million, but uh, apparently, it, even that can be restructured to chip like eight million off of that contract, too. Also, another thing Christian McCaffrey could still be restructured if we wanted to going forward. I believe that Robbie Anderson could also still be restructured going forward. I so, say we restructured Christian McCaffrey. Make him feel part of the team with Deshaun Watson. Use him as a running yes. back and then tool him over to a wide receiver. You know, it's like this. Imagine Christian McCaffrey out there running routes with Deshaun Watson. They can, man, he would, all of a sudden he could be, if you, you think Christian McCaffrey's expensive, we start calling him a wide receiver. You're going, this guy's cheap. Oh, dude, listen. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson – a young Terrace Marshall Jr. And, and listen, uh, having a franchise quarterback, it even makes you wonder about the opportunities for Ian Thomas and Tommy Trumbull. Like now having those options, maybe we don't know that Ian Thomas is actually a badass pass catching tight end, but he's just never been 
in a system that one benefited tight ends and number two had a quarterback that was worth the damn to get him the football. So and I want to I want to reiterate something here, Tony, or, or, or mention it rather. Like we you know we're talking about top five quarterback, you know, stuff like that. Whatever people were talking about Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson being the two very best quarterbacks in the NFL not too long ago. You are talking about a player who has potential, as outlandish as it might seem to some, could still be the best quarterback in the NFL going forward. The guy can absolutely do it all. So all these price values and draft picks and trades, I'm telling you, man, it's worth it for the Panthers to get out of this quarterback purgatory that we've been so desperately trapped in. Last topic for the show, Cam Newton visited with the Indianapolis Colts, and I think that's a great fit for him. Yeah, man, I love it Run for him. Heavy scheme. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's like ball off. good so defense, best running back in the league at the moment. I mean, at least statistically last year. Quentin Nelson um, in front of him. Yeah. And now they have lost uh, some some players to free agency. That's the problem is, man, no team is going to be like they were last year. And that's another thing to think about is that, uh, you know, things change faster in the NFL than we believe they can a lot of times. And I know that it's uh, hard to go from a habitual dumpster fire to a great team, but it is not unheard of to go from a five or six win team to a 12 win team. Right. I mean, look at what the Bengals were able to, you know I mean? Or I mean, maybe that's not even the best example, but it's not, you know, it's, you can turn this sucker around quicker than you think at times, right? So, um, man, uh, I don't know if it's an exciting time, a nerve-wracking time, but we've got uh, all the coverage here on the C3 Panthers podcast. I want to ask everybody to go ahead and subscribe, smash the thumbs up button, do us a solid, our revenue, not that we do this for any money, but we get a little bit of money from the ads and some different things, goes down substantially in the off-season. So, we want you to help us grow. Help us grow by just sharing the show. Clip up a part that you like. Call in at 252-228-5098. We'll play it on Tuesday nights. On Tuesday night's podcast, it's the longest-running Panthers podcast on the Internet. We don't miss a beat. We don't miss a week. And uh, we couldn't wait to talk about this Carolina Panthers offseason. Man, for something that seemed like it couldn't be exciting every single time, it's exciting. It's exciting. Yes, uh, tell you this, this is you will forget about Deshaun Watson's problems when he's on our team. We'll be like all of a sudden we'll be so excited about this team. Oh, I don't oh, know how to feel about it. We're gonna have a conversation about that in due time because there's a lot of people shaming and virtue signaling, and I want to give that enough time when it's time to talk about it and say that eloquently. But listen to all C three Panther Nation. The word that I have been on is manifestation. We need that positive energy, baby. We are manifesting Deshaun Watson to Charlotte, North Carolina. Put some fours in the chat room if you're feeling me, baby. Let's go. This is what the Panthers need. I mean, listen, this is what's going to put us over the edge. Tony, I like your example with the Bengals. Look at what Joe Burrow has done for that team and and how basically they were – there were the Carolina Panthers before we were, man. So it's like, this is a good thing for the Panthers. 
put that positive energy out. Put those fours in the chat. We're manifesting Deshaun, Deshaun, Tony Dunn. Let's go. We'll be here tomorrow night, Tuesday, 9 p.m. live. Go check out, put out some shorts today. You can help me just giving thumbs up on those, promoting those. And uh, look, as Cody Lashley's been on top of this from the beginning, he's been preaching this from the beginning. You better watch out if this happens because Cody's, uh, you think his head is big right now on that little body? Boom. Your head's going to be so big, dude. Oh, dude. So big. dude my, my, my favorite all-time Clemson quarterback on the Carolina Panthers. Let, bro, it has to happen, dude. Let's fucking go, man. Manifestation. Y'all need to remember that word because we out here manifesting, y'all. That's what we're doing. All right, man. Perfect, perfect. Short little show for us. This is short you know, for our long-form content. We'll see you tomorrow night, guys. Cody, take us on out of here, please. Until next time, Panther Nation. Hopefully it's a it's a live stream breaking the good news. But until next time, Panther Nation, keep pounding. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.